Hello, Mary. Indiana Jones. Hello. Use the false loop. Mr. John Bowles. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. What's up now? Spider friends. Go for it. Transform and roll out. And I'll form the head. That's what she said. Hey, this is Jonathan. And this is Alan, and welcome to the Nerdy Me Podcast. Jonathan, what are we talking about today? Alan, today we're going to share everything you and I know about He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Or uh, were you a big, uh, let me ask, were you a big He-Man toy fan? I will say that I had the entire first run of them, the first wave. okay. Gila, Man-at-Arms, He-Man... Um, Skeletor, Beastman, Merman, and I think that was the first run. I had Castle Grey Skull. I didn't have any of the vehicles because I thought they were corny. The vehicles, um, but I loved Castle Grey Skull. Did you have Cringer? Uh, well, I had Battle Cat. Yeah. Well, okay, right, right, okay. And I was—I forgot who I was arguing with this about, but my Battle Cat did not move. Well, my my friend was saying that his Battle Cat's legs moved. My no. Battle Cat never no, moved. I, I hated them. I hated Battlecat. Yeah, they were it was like fixed legs, weren't they? Yeah, they were fixed legs. He was a statue. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he was basically a statue. So I had them all and I remember because that Christmas my brother I think it was the first time my brother ever bought me a Christmas gift with his own money. Oh. And he got me Faker. And I had you know, I didn't know who Faker was. I had never heard of it. And I looked at him like, It's a blue he man, like, what's going on here? And he goes, Yeah, I, I I wasn't sure what you had, and I told the guy at the store that you, I think he has them all. And he brought out a new box, and this guy was in it. And he said, there's no way he has this. This has just come out. No, oh, that's cool. Yeah, so he bought me Faker. Yeah, and oh. I had them, and I kind of kind of stopped at that. I didn't get into the Triclops or the Trapjaw or any, any of those guys afterwards. Oh, I had no idea that you're, you had all the, like, the first kind of He-Man action figures. Well, well, this is the thing. I don't know what happened to them. I don't know if they didn't make the move when I moved when I was 11. I I'm assuming they didn't make the move. I don't know what happened to them. I don't know. I don't have any, like, m- memories of, like, you know, I can tell you about what I do with my Joes and, you know, how I played with them, what I used to do, same thing with my Star Wars figures. I can tell you what I do with my Hayman figures, like, in terms of playing with them. And I don't know if I just kind of let them go after G.I. Joe came out or whatever, but I have no emotional attachment to He-Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, I can't remember. I, I did have the basic figures. I remember I had Battle Battle Armor He-Man, regular mm-hmm. He-Man. I had uh, Ram Man, I think his name was. I mean, oh, I had man. a handful, but I didn't have... Well, yeah, I definitely didn't complete the first one. And I don't think I had... I didn't have Battle Cat either, but... Uh, it was a cool toy. Definitely had the toys before I knew about the cartoon, right? I, yeah. Did the toys? Co- yeah, yeah. So I had the toys before the, the cartoon came out, and I remember, I remember the toys came with like a little comic book, but I could not tell you. I have no idea what the what the storyline was about. I just remember like, oh, dude was right. like, like Conan the Barbarian. That's all I can remember. And the dude was well, ripped. Yeah, and their packaging was cool. I always I always liked the human packaging. Yeah. Um, and the line was called Masters of the Universe, but I think everybody called it He-Man, right? 
I think. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I, I remember that was one of the toys, that and my Joes, I would bring into school and we'd play with them at lunch. Like my friends would bring in theirs and we'd just play with them at lunch. Um, I just remember that because we were allowed to bring toys at lunchtime. That's interesting. So, did, did, like, if you brought your He-Man toys to school, were, were you like, "Hey, I'm I'm bringing He-Man, you bring so and so," or were there like five He-Men that you're all playing with? Um, that never happened. But I don't remember specific conversations about who's bringing what. Okay. But it might be like, it might be like, "Oh, I just got Merman." You're like, "Oh, bring it in. I want to see it." Oh I'll, yeah. yeah, I'll bring in so and so. Oh, I had Tila also. I don't know if I mentioned that, but I had Tila too. Uh, I had met. Oh, you know what I had? I had the sorceress when she was like in bird mode, and it had okay. this. Yeah, it had something on the leg where if you press, like this lever in the back of the leg, it would actually flap its wings, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, like except for Castle Grayskull, again, I don't think I had any other accessory, and I had Battle Cat, but I hated Battle Cat, and and that's why I know the toys came out before the show because I never called Battle Cat Cringer. Like Cringer was a, was a TV thing. Oh, okay, right. Right. Well, uh, let's see. With Battle Cat, uh, the, the armor came off of it? Like, yeah. if you wanted to... Okay, so if you wanted to use Cringer, it was a dual. Well, no, because he still looked ferocious. Because, you know, he didn't move or nothing. He still... He still <laughs> looked, you know, he's still growling at you. Yeah. Yeah, He-Man, the action figure, was just like... It, it, we were just getting off of, like, Star Wars oh. action figures. And, yeah. Right, these little tiny figures, and, and along comes He-Man, and it's like muscles with muscles. It's just like <laughs> just this enormous dude, and it was just so freaking cool. Yeah, I, I honestly couldn't tell you. I don't have any memory of getting my first Master of the Universe toy, or except for the Faker, but I knew I had them. I remember playing with them. I like Skeletor a lot. I remember my Skeletor staff was bent, and it always annoyed me. <laughs> oh. And and He-Man and Skeletor, I feel like, I feel like when I got the He-Man, whoever bought it for me, I talked to him to get me the Skeletor because I'm like, you gotta put the swords together. You need both of them. <laughs> I don't remember that as a kid. Uh, He-Man sword was it like sculpted only on one half side? Oh, it was like, a complete sword. Uh, his was gray and Skeletor's was purple, and and you could put them together. See that part I don't recall. I don't remember. A thicker, a thicker sword. <laughs> yeah, I, I that I, I don't remember happening. You know, like I, I don't know. It's, it's been so long. Did I, you I remember. I, no, my buddy did, and it's it it's just like that mechanism of putting the swords and like actually physically attaching them together. That one just doesn't like ring a bell in my head. You know. Yeah, well, I think I think that was part of mythology that was in the in the in the comic books that they came with them was that you know you had to put the power sword together to get the full power. Right. Yeah, I just don't remember the toy having that that actual feature. I mean, I I think it was later on until I figured out that like that was that was like the whole gist behind it. But uh, yeah, I don't remember if the sword was just only molded on one side and flat on the other to attach Skeletor's sword, but eh, who knows. It's 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 interesting in the cartoon they never went 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 into that that mythos of the sword. You know, it was it was like never one of the things that Skelter was really after. It right. seemed like he he just wanted to get into Castle trouble Grayskull. and castle yeah and, and castle Grayskull and that was about it. Yeah. So I 
I, I had Zodak too. I'm looking at a list of them. I had a guy named Zodak, and he was kind of lame. Yeah, it's amazing that, especially my my fondness and emotional attachment to Star Wars and GI Joe. Like, I have zero emotional because they they've been putting He-Man out and redoing them for the past thirty something years. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you're you're always seeing probably more so than GI Joe and Star Wars. You're, you're always seeing new versions of these guys out, and it's there was nothing about them when I saw them later in life where I'm like, oh, I should pick these up. So. Uh, oh, I had Stratus too. He was cool. He had the wings on his arms. Like yeah. 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 I don't remember how I got into them. I don't know why I got out of them. Merman was my favorite for some reason. But then I, I didn't like on the cartoon. They made him like a goofball. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I think Merman. just just the, the whole look of He-Man, which is so different from what, what we've been seeing. You know that that scale itself was just huge compared to Star Wars and GI Joe. Right. Um, yeah, I thought it was it was a cool line, really cool line. It had that it had that power punch feature, you know, like if you twist his upper torso oh, and spring right, back. Yeah. That, that was, was pretty. pretty neat. Yeah. I used to take off their their I don't know what they go their chest pieces or whatever their harnesses. Oh yeah. And interchange them with each other for some odd reason. <laughs> oh okay. I just remember that for some reason. <laughs> Did, was there like someone else's chest piece that you preferred over He-Man's? I like the Beast Man's because it kind of looked like a horse collar, almost. Oh, Like okay. a bridle, I guess it's called. Um, I would always put Stratos' wings on someone else. Oh, I didn't realize they were, they were removable. Yeah, you could you could take them off the arms. Faker had a... He was supposed to be human, but he had like a Skeletor harness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Different an orangey look. kind of thing. Yeah. I just remember thinking to myself, like, how could this fool anybody? He's blue and orange. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, the cartoon came out, and I, I watched the cartoon. I couldn't tell you what one episode was about. I hated I hated Horko. I right. hated Horko. Horko was like, what's his name? Snarf to me. I was like, oh, these two. Can't stand them. Yeah, I couldn't tell you what one episode of He-Man was about. I probably watched every episode. It was probably, I have a feeling it was one of the shows that was in between two other shows I liked, so I just kept the TV on. Yeah. And I felt like, I was young, but I felt like, he-Man was geared more toward younger than me, like eight-year-olds or something, you know? That was like 10 or 11. I guess. I mean, like, I, I definitely, you know, let, let's face it, had one of the cooler, like, intros to a cartoon uh, that used to pump me up. You know, I used to blast with the volume of my TV when he would, you know, do the theme song and then whenever he transferred into He-Man and stuff. But, uh, no, I don't know if I, I thought of it like this, like a kid's kid show. Like Smurfs, I would definitely say younger than with like the, than me at the time but i thought he-man was kind of like in line with like you know what was it you know after school cartoons voltron was out there i was watching that you know transformers gi joe so that was cool but you know he-man is interesting you you, you make a good point he-man is super popular but i don't think like if you had to talk about like the love of a toy like G.I. Joe, Star Wars, I don't think it even compares. However, He-Man has... They've tried to reboot this darn franchise a million times. It seems like every every decade there's a new version of He-Man that they're trying to push yeah. cartoon and toys. And that's what I don't understand because every time they did a reboot like after the original version, I thought they all failed. You know, like you would yeah. hear about them, it will be on for a season, and then it was gone. 
and uh, then obviously Netflix does like this little mini reboot, and and it it, it is different and stuff. But uh, it's interesting how He-Man has that kind of staying power. For I would say something like I would if I were to say Star Wars GI Joe would be like the eight like an A plus line. I would say He-Man's like B, like B level. You know, not right. C, not D, but I would say B. It, it, it is definitely well known, but I I don't hold it the same caliber as Star Wars and GI Joe. But they yeah. never give up on this character at all. Every decade, I, I would say. He-Man is one of those lines that is hugely popular, and I don't know why. Like I don't know, like a lot of a lot of our friends and stuff like that that are into the same things we are. You know, every everyone had He-Man. But I don't know anybody that was like, I love He-Man, I buy the He-Man toys now. But the new toys, you can never find them. Some He-Man and Skeletor, I see a lot at Target now because I just think they're ordering like crazy. But the uh, periphery characters, you don't see them on the shelves really that much. Mm-hmm. It's hugely popular. You know, the um, Netflix, I think one of their first episodes of the toys that made us was on He-Man. And then there's a whole separate documentary about the He-Man thing on Netflix. So... It's hugely popular, but I don't. I personally don't know anybody that collects He-Man, or ha- has like, oh yeah, I loved He-Man as a kid. Everyone will say they had them, but no one will be like, oh yeah, I loved them. I so. wonder if this is a toy line where the toy really outshined the cartoon. I mean, I think everyone's seen the cartoon, but I wonder if everyone's more in love with the idea of owning like a He-Man action figure versus, oh wow, well, I want to sit down and rewatch He-Man the cartoon again. Because I never felt that at all. Like, I've tried to watch Mask again, which is not great, <laughs> you know. But I don't think I ever tried to say, oh, oh, I want to watch this episode of He-Man. I've watched Spidey's and his Amazing Friends, like, several times. But I have no desire to watch He-Man the cartoon. However, if there's a cool He-Man action figure, I'm eyeballing it. Like, oh, is this a cool one again, you know? Like, before the show, Jonathan and I were talking about the new He-Man figure, and it's like, oh man, this thing costs so much money, you know? But it's like, oh, it's it's cool to have because it's He-Man. But yeah, I wonder if this is one of those one of those franchises where the, the toys is maybe more interesting than, than the cartoon. Or, or, yeah, or, or I, good think, I think that's definitely it. And I think I, when I tried to rewatch the He-Man cartoon, that felt very more childlike to me, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Um, very simple plots, and that's what I felt about Thundercats too. It was the same, same. It's basically the same story. You had three bad guys in the Thundercats, and that was like the whole planet. I'm like, that's this doesn't make sense to me. But um, and that's the thing. I don't know that they really fleshed out the mythology in the cartoons as much as like GI Joe or or uh, Transformers did. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, these new figures are they're on Target, by the way. Too, I'm looking at them right now for like. Single ones are like twenty dollars, so they're not bad. On, on the the Marvel, uh, I mean the Masters of the Universe Revelations. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Yeah, looking at the Target app right now. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. But you gotta, yeah, because they, they also re-released. Yeah, if you, if you're looking for the new ones, you gotta be careful because they re-released the old ones too. Right. They're twelve. They're twelve ninety nine. The the newer ones are for are twenty twenty dollars and forty nine cents. You know, I they did look, buy... Go, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm saying they look good. They look great. And, you know, I'm not shy about saying I still buy toys, but I have no desire to get any of these things. <laughs> I, I did buy the re-release. It, it looks like, like the original He-Man figures, but instead of his knees bent, he's actually standing. And, and I bought it, and I got it to my house, and I said to myself, what the hell am I doing? And <laughs> I returned it. 
within three days. I was like, oh, this is just, this was totally impulse buy. And I looked at it, and I was like, what am I doing? It looks off. The, the head sculpt looks very cartoony, uh, right. if you look at it. And, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right, 20 bucks, 20 bucks. But the thing about He-Man I really like is he had the sword, he had the axe, and he had the shield. And I thought that was awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'll be honest, I love buttons. See, now I might buy this new He-Man. <laughs> See, I, I have it in my cart right now. I'm just contemplating. I'm contemplating. You as have I, the new one I, from the new cartoon? Yeah, from the Revelations, yeah. Because, yeah. because I'm looking at the I'm looking at the ones that are modeled after the 80s ones. And it's oh, He-Man. trust me, it's, it's a, it was an automatic return for me. Dude, it's thirteen dollars. He's got the sword. He's it's got not the, the same. Shield. He's got the battle axe. It's not the same. I'm telling you, it's not the same. There's something about the head skull that just turned it off for me. He's very blonde. I feel like he's blonder than he was in the '80s. <laughs> I don't know, man. I might have to get that one and open him no. up. <laughs> I'm telling you. I forgot Look about at the, the axe, man. I forgot about the axe. The head skull looks it's... terrible. You like the new one? You like the new one? The revelations. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. My cousin said he looks good, but f- the face isn't like perfect either. But uh, yeah, he, he's 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 jacked up, dude. I'm gonna have to get the old one, put the axe in his hands. And my axe. I forgot about the axe. Yeah, yeah, get it. The Master of Sky Sled and Prince Adam is on clearance at Target stores everywhere, and oh, they have hundreds. It looks like they have hundreds of them. Prince Adam with a sky sled. I don't have to figure what that one looks like. And the oversized Skeletor, which was funny because it was kind of a uh, spoiler. Because they released the toys before the cartoon came out. Right. And they released the oversized Skeletor, and he doesn't really make an appearance to spoil <laughs> the end of the show. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. He-Man, He-Man's got legs, apparently. Yeah. Like I said, it's it's. I think it's way more popular than we're aware of. Yeah, that's for sure. Now, it's kind of you know what he means to me. It's like anime, like I don't or manga. It's like I know it's hugely popular. I just don't know anybody that reads it or buys it. Um, so I'm not in that world. So I'm not saying it's not popular. I'm just saying I'm not into it. So that might be part of the reason why. You know, since we're not into He-Man per se, we don't know how popular it truly is. Yeah, you you are absolutely right though that they never really fleshed out He-Man's world. You know, I mean, my only knowledge is what I saw in the cartoons. So it is, you know, pretty straightforward. What you're talking like a 20-minute show with a beginning and end, and uh, like the stories are are pretty weak. You know, and it's they never really evolved the character at all. So yeah, but yeah, some people are into it, but it's just not a thing for about you and I. But it, it's it's got legs. Every decade, there's some version of him. It even got a freaking movie, you know. Yeah. That's that's got quite the following, apparently. You know. Well, so. oh, that's a bad movie, though. <laughs> you talking a Dolph Lundgren movie? Yeah, yeah. That's a bad, bad movie. Yeah. So this, apparently, some people got a lot of love for it for some reason. Yeah, I watched it. I was like, "What the heck is going on here?" <laughs> you know, I wonder if they ever went the route of a comic book because that's something I don't think I've ever seen like a He-Man comic book yeah there, there, there have been He-Man comic well, there's probably one being published right now I'm, I'm sure 
Yeah, but you would think that that'd be one that'd be a like some a property someone would have done like years ago, you know, like when they did Mask, they did Mask like a Mask comic book, and you know, GI Joe has its own you know comic book storyline, but yeah, He Man, He Man, I don't remember He Man having one. Uh, I don't think he had one. He might have had a limited series, but I don't think he had one with Marvel or DC. It might be a you know later on with um. One, you know, like a dark horse or something like that. Right, right. Yeah. It's out there. It's all out there. If you if you if you want it, it's out there. <laughs> well, the reason why Jonathan and I are doing He-Man is because Netflix just released like a little mini series of, I think it's just called Master of the, of the Universe, is it not? Revelations. Revelations. I think. Yeah. yeah. And that came out. When was that? Last week. Yeah, like a week, two weeks ago, maybe at this point. So, in this this movie, like if you go on YouTube, there's a lot of talk about it, and uh, a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of talk, and and I, I'm I'm glad that we decided to do something like this because I think you and I were both on the fence about it, uh, but now now that you watched it, I watched it. Um, do you want? Let's talk about, I guess, like all the hate for it that that's getting the news. Do, are you familiar with the hate behind it? Yeah, I am. And, and a lot of it was coming before the show even came out. Right, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, well, it started with Kevin Smith, right, talking about it. Right. And look, I'm not I'm not one of those guys I've said on other shows before. I'm not a Kevin Smith acolyte. I don't, you know, I, I liked a few of his, I like Chasing Amy a lot. I like uh, Jay Sawbop's right back. I thought it was funny. You know, other than that, I can watch his movies, but I don't go gaga over Kevin Smith. So when... I heard he was doing the He-Man uh, revival or whatever you want to call this. I was kind of on the fence with it. Um, I just thought it'd be, and it wasn't thankfully, but I just thought it'd be about a bunch of fart and 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 uh, smoking joints jokes. <laughs> so, and it wasn't, but you know, the guy, the guy cultivates a reputation. You know, that's what you think's gonna happen. Right. Yeah, I didn't actually when I watched the cartoon initially. I did. I had no idea. He was actually associated with this cartoon. Yeah, I just kind of heard about it, and it was up on my Netflix. Oh, okay, cool. He man, I'll watch it. I'll sit down, and I think it was only five episodes, right? Right. And uh, you know, they weren't long episodes, so it, it's it's super doable. And when I watched it, I'm not gonna lie, dude. The first time he turns into He Man, I was like, oh my god, this is so freaking awesome. The artwork looked good. The animation looked great. Uh, voice acting was it was fine and then you know spoiler alert after this first episode they they did something i i wasn't expecting to happen you know and uh and when he-man supposedly dies i was like wait, wait okay. so we're gonna spoil this show guys we're gonna we're not a spoiler it. alert yeah i know i just i'm just reading <laughs> oh, okay really spoil the show. <laughs> <laughs> but before you get to that i just want to so could you ask the question about what did we hear about it before it was leaked, and people didn't know if it was true at the time, that Tila was going to be the focus of the show. And when the trailers came out, there was very He-Man heavy. Prince Adam and He-Man were all over the trailer. So even I was like, well, then, obviously, it's not about Tila, because the trailers are all about He-Man and Prince Adam, pretty much. I thought the artwork was good, the updated artwork. The voice actor was all right. I wasn't I'm not a huge fan of Sarah Michelle Geller as a... Uh, Tila, but I think everybody else did a good job. Um, yeah, and that first episode was really 
up to that point you're about to bring up, I thought it was great. I was like, wow, this is really good. You know, it's, it, it's kind of like an adult version of He-Man, but still relatable for kids. You know, like they aged it up enough for me to enjoy it. And then uh, what happened that one? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, at that point, and then when he died, I was like, oh, okay, so this is, this is different. And this is where I, I did... I did pause for a second. I was like, okay, I, I need to look something up here. And then you know, immediately, if you typed in Masters of the Universe, all I saw was, he lied. I'm like, why? What, what the hell is going on? And then and I started watching some videos about it. And that's where I was like, oh, so I guess Kevin Smith was saying one thing, but it turned out to be something else. And, you know, that really didn't bother me so much. I mean, it's Kevin Smith. I mean, he's trying to... He's trying to promote something, you know, whether he lied or not. I don't, I don't, it wasn't like I, I thought of him as like, like Superman, like, right. like he's Kevin Smith. Well, he can he can lie all he yeah. wants. I, I can care less. You know. And the thing was, it, so when it came out that Tila was gonna be the focus and He Man was gonna die, people, I think Clownfish, which is a big YouTube channel, uh, someone had asked him or on Twitter or something if this was true, and he said no. And, uh, and my thing about that is that. If he's trying to keep things a secret, of course he's going to say no. You know, I mean, if you hear a rumor that Darth Vader is Luke's father, and you ask George Lucas, is George, Luke, you know, a month before the movie comes out, is he going to say, "Oh, you, you got me, you found out"? Right. You know what I mean? Sure. So of course he lied about that. The, the lie I didn't like was when he was trying to sell people on the fact that he's a huge He-Man fan, he loved He-Man. When years ago he said He-Man wasn't really his thing. Like it's, I think he said on one of his podcasts, or he wrote it down somewhere. But it's out there. Like he's like, ah, I was never really into He Man. And then you know when he gets the job on the show, he's like, oh, I love He Man. Oh, I can't wait to do this. Blah, 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 blah. That's what bothered me. I didn't care that he lied about, you know, his story being found out and not wanting people to know about it before it came out. But the thing about acting like he's this big He Man fan, I think, is a disservice to the fans. Well, I mean, everyone can change their opinions. I mean, you can. You know, I can say I loved Team Man when I was a kid, but as a adult, I don't care for it so much. And maybe he was the opposite. Maybe he didn't care for it so much, but he started working on the project, and now he's in love with Team Man. You know, I mean, again, it's Kevin Smith. I can I can really care less what he thinks about it. You know, and that's why I was kind of like, huh, this. What? But I. But what I I think what I didn't like about the cartoon you know, Revelations is is that it, it was taking a turn I wasn't expecting, and so that's where. Where I think I got a little bent out of shape. No, I'm not gonna even say bent out of shape. I watched it. It is what it is. It was fine. There are some things I like, some things I didn't like. I don't write cartoons. I don't draw cartoons. I mean, I can't control what they want to do. But it definitely wasn't what I was expecting. And that's where where I was like, all right. So if they make another series, I don't think I'm watching because it's not what <laughs> I had in mind. And if you're talking about like Masters of the Universe, yeah, you're gonna get a lot of heat from a from a group of people that love, you know, or or is familiar with He-Man, not necessarily in love with him, but you know, you're you're doing them a disservice by just kicking He-Man in the balls. <laughs> but, yeah. But that's kind of what it was. I mean, it was kind of not. I'm not gonna say it's a slap in the face. He can write whatever he wants to write, but it definitely wasn't what I was expecting. Because I was thinking, gosh, we've said it before. They've tried to reboot this franchise over and over again. And when this first episode started, I was like, oh, my God, it's, it's going to happen. Like, they're going to reboot it, and it's going to be done well. And I was going to yeah. be – I was so excited about it. And then when things started to drastically change, 
I was like, oh, okay, well, there's another He-Man thing that I can care less about at this point. What were your thoughts on it? Well, and I think we're we're good people to talk about this because we don't have that emotional attachment to He-Man or or anything along those lines of like you're ruining you know I you know I jokingly said to you it's like you know less Jedi which I have very strong feelings about and I really you're right I, I don't care either way if if quote unquote he ruined this I don't think he ruined Masters Universe I will say just in general the storyline is not a good storyline and the characterizations of people is not good T- Tila is so unlikable it's right. Yeah. Me. Yeah. She, she becomes so... a hateful person. I mean, oh hated my God, character. Dude. Was it the first episode? Oh yeah. After He Man dies, and Man at Arm has to, Man at Arms tells the King and Queen, and he has to reveal that you know Prince Adam was He Man. They're upset. Man at Arm, they fired. They're like, get out of our sight, Man at Arms. You were supposed to protect Prince Adam. You lied to us about him. Okay. Then Tila starts yelling at everybody in the throne room because nobody told her. That Prince Adam was He-Man. When the sorceress, I think Man of Arms even says in the episode, the sorceress asked us to keep it a secret. Like right. the people that knew. Sure. The king didn't know. Tila made it all about her. <laughs> in front of the, the, the dead kid's parents. Right. <laughs> yeah. just that out. I'm like, yeah. come on, man. Yeah. And then she, she, she you know, it's, it's brought up that she's like an orphan. The Man of Arms brought her up like a father. She, don't talk to me. You lied to me. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> she becomes so unlikable in this TV show. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's there's ridiculous. definitely nothing redeeming about her. I mean, you're watching a cartoon where, you know, you're watching a cartoon and you're trying, as as a viewer, you're trying to find that person that you you want to latch on to, someone, someone that you want to follow or, you know, uh, reflect with and stuff. And right. there was Tila, who, who, who is the main character in this series, you're right. She's just becomes a very unlikable person, and you're waiting for that that turn, that little redemption, that little bit of a oh, the group. Well, yeah, yeah. But it never it never happens. <laughs> now again, it's not a complete story. It's only five episodes. It ends on a cliffhanger. There's gonna there's five more that are already complete that they're gonna release eventually. So maybe that happens there. But this front end, she is just she's like the like she becomes like a mercenary or whatever on her own. And I just don't... She's mean to man-at-arms throughout the whole show, even when he's helping her, even when he saves her life. And, like, the whole scene where she's in, whatever, the Eternia version of Hell, I forgot what they call it, Preternia or whatever? Yeah. Oh, that might be their heaven. And she's got to face her own fear, and it's He-Man. Like, I didn't understand any of that. I'm like, she's afraid of what? I'm not... And then it turned out to be her. Like, she was fighting herself, I think. And it's like, her big, her greatest fear is, what, not living up to what she thinks she can be or something? I guess. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. But I'm just like, this is just, come on now. <laughs> just stop it. Just stop it. I don't... And look, man, you look online, people are complaining about her haircut. People are complaining about how muscular her, her drawing is. I don't care about any of that. I really don't. But she's not a well-written character. She's not likable. You don't root for her. You know, I was excited. You know, when they found Adam in heaven or whatever, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then when he comes back, this is the thing, too. He makes the sacrifice to come back to Earth, well, whatever, Eternia, knowing 
that if he leaves heaven, he can't go back to heaven. And that right. if he dies on eternity again, he's dead. Right? Yeah. He makes that. And he gets killed almost immediately. Right. And there's nothing said about that. Like, Tila did nothing to try to stop it. She just stood there. And I'm like, this is insane. I mean, the writing was just poor in, in a sense because... The whole, that whole episode, they make this. Adam makes a point of letting them know, like three different times. Oh, you can't leave this place. You can't leave this place. Once you're here, you're here. And they're like, Oh well, I think if we go to the castle, there'll be a way out. I was like, What? <laughs> How come you didn't know that before? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you're you're right. What 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 this fails at is the story, and this is I think this is what bothers me the most. You know, you're, you're hearing that there's gonna be a Masters of Universe cartoon. You're getting excited about it. You you want to run with it. And, and I could not shake the fact that this wasn't a cartoon in the sense of we're going to tell a good Masters of the Universe cartoon, He-Man or Tila, doesn't matter. It just felt the whole time I'm watching was that there's these undertones of, uh, you know, a, a woman is better, you know, or there are like these undertones of things like that. And it was it was so like in your face. It was like. I didn't know how to respond to that. You know, yeah, it's all, like all, I was being I felt like I was pretty, being lectured the whole entire time. Yeah, all the men are pretty useless in this in this cartoon. Even though Adam makes the sacrifice of leaving heaven, even though Man at Arms at one point is it with Merman, I think he saves Tila and her friend. Yeah. Like she's just so awful to Man at Arms. <laughs> and I don't know. I mean you know, Evelyn joins him on the quest and Surprise betrays them at the end. Um, <laughs> her name is, know. in her name, Evil. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you know what this cartoon... Well, I was going to say it almost made Orko likable, but no. It made him likable because they killed him. <laughs> I'm done with this. Yeah. Um, but he's not, he's not really dead, I'm sure, because you know there's no body. All you got is a piece of his cloak. So you know they're going to bring him back, and I'm going to be mad again. Yeah, it, you know, I'm just tired of, I'm tired of these bad storytellers falling back on, you don't like it because you're a racist, you don't like it before because you're misogynist, you don't like strong female characters. It's baloney, write a better story. Just write a better story. Mm-hmm. You, why couldn't Tila couldn't be a strong female character without making her uh, narcissistic and selfish? Like, I don't understand that. You know, it's, it's what's interesting with Netflix, with the Netflix platform is that you can have this kind of dialogue and, you know, say, I don't like it, but it doesn't really matter to Netflix because the bottom line, it comes down to subscribers. Mm-hmm. You know, they can put out a lot of crap out there, but if they put a lot of hype behind it, oh, I'm going to subscribe to it, then that's all that really matters. Kind of like Disney Plus, I would think, too. You know, Disney Plus, what I heard is that, you know, they really wanted to push... Uh, the exclusive like Black Widow stuff. It's it. The bottom line is really just to push subscribers. So th- it's an interesting thing that we're seeing nowadays, where these streaming platforms on Netflix and it, it is is it really about putting out a good story or is it about all right we got another subscriber and we're gonna have them for month to month. I'm gonna tell you right now for those people out there that believe that all these huge corporations or whatever are doing all this quote-unquote woke stuff because they want 
their rationale is not because it's the right thing to do. They're doing it because it's it's what they think people want and it's what they think will get people money. So you look at Disney Plus, they're totally hosing uh, Scarlett Johansson on her revenue share for Black Widow because she had a deal to get money uh, to get a, a part of the box office, but because they released it on box office and on streaming, the pre- premiere, the premium, whatever they call it. Yeah. She's not getting any of the money from Disney Plus money. So if you pay $30 to watch Black Widow at home, Scarlett's not getting any of that money. And she's suing them saying, well, because you offered it there, people decided not to go to the theater. Right. So, you know, you're taking money out of my pocket. And so they're not being, you know, they're doing it because they think it's going to make them money. Not just Disney and Netflix. And if, if tomorrow the world changed and being woke was not going to make you money, all these shows would slide back and go back to doing whatever. So it's not some kind of social consciousness that they're doing this for. And I don't even know if that's what the whole thing... Again, I don't care that Tila was the focus. I care that she was poorly written. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, I totally agree with you. You know, Jonathan and I did not talk about this He-Man up until right now. And it's really funny that our dislikes is is exactly spot on. It's not about Tila. It's it's really about the story. It was kind of upsetting about it because... There was a, like a little expectation of it, but uh, yeah, it's 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 poorly written. It's 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 a shame because the animation was there. They had it on Netflix. It was a cool thing to watch. I mean, I was kind of like, oh, well, cool game. I'm gonna watch this, and it was just a letdown. Kind of like how I feel with the Last Jedi, you know, kind of like that. It wasn't what I was expecting. I didn't like the writing behind it, but it's a Star Wars flick. It's like, how do you screw that one up? Oh, they screwed it up. <laughs> Well, I'm going to tell you, I've been thinking about this for a long time. And, you know, we're the last generation that, that grew up with three three TV stations, right? We're the last generation that grew up with moderately budgeted movies becoming blockbusters. Not movies, mm. not millions, hundreds of millions of dollars being spent to make a blockbuster. You know what I mean? Like, you know, whatever. Let's say Star Wars was made for $20 million and it made, what, $200 million back in the day. That was a surprise. So, I think when you only have three major TV stations and uh, fewer movie studios being very picky about how they spend their money, I think the cream rises to the top. So, I think we grew up, and people before us grew up, with really good storytelling. Now, of course, there's always been bad movies and bad TV shows, but for the most part, we are accustomed to good storytelling. And I think, and I'm, I'm fearful, not fearful, but... I'm curious as to what the the past 20 years, kids that have been growing up for the past 20 years, and all the garbage that gets put out there because there's 9,000 TV stations. You know, every movie theater shows 28 movies at a time. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what is the garbage that they're getting and that we're getting too? Like how are they going to grow up to be good storytellers when they're surrounded by crap all the time? When you're told The Last Jedi is a good movie because he subverted expectations, when you're saying that this He-Man show is good because and people that don't like it don't like it because they they're misogynistic or whatever, like they don't. I think we don't like these things because we have an idea of what a good story is, of what good writing is, good acting, good storytelling, and. I think, you know, since we've been doing the show, we've done a lot of a lot of shows like this on movies and TV shows. We're like, why? Why did they do this? Why did they write this person that way? Because our basic senses have been tuned to really appreciate good stuff. Not to say we don't like bad stuff, 
Lord knows, I love Better Off Dead. I could watch that thing 12 times a, a year. But I don't know, man. I just think things that people are saying are good, they're not good for the right reasons. They're not good for storytelling or or character development reasons, you know? Yeah, I, I, I don't think Hollywood or the powers that be know how to write good original stories anymore. I mean, you got to think, you know, if you had to think about the biggest properties in media... I would say Star Wars, right? The Marvel stuff, He-Man. All this stuff came out from the 80s, you know, or even late 70s. And they're just rehashing old properties and f- trying to freshen them up. I mean, we went through a whole decade, like, back in the day of all original cartoons, movies that, that, that they were so good that they still resonate today. And it's, it's rare that you find these newer ideas or newer plots coming out of the movies and cartoons that that's going to stand like their own original thing right now that you know 10 years from now they're looking back oh yeah this is cool stuff it it, that's not happening they're just kind of like building upon things that happened 40 years ago or so right but they're not even but they're not even understanding the basics of what made them look of what made them good star wars wasn't good because of the laser fights and the laser swords and all other stuff yeah that was cool but that's not what made Star Wars a movie that people watch over and over again. And that's why when you J.J. Abrams it, that's what you get. You get the Death Star over again. You get mm-hmm. uh, you know, Rebellion. Like, the whole... And I hate that we're talking about this again. Oh, I'm talking about it again. The whole <laughs> point of the Resistance makes zero sense. The whole point of the First Order makes zero sense. From what happened at the end of the Jedi. Right. Like, how did that even happen? How You can't make... They won the war. How are they back to being a Resistance? <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. it's it's insane, and and they take they take what people think they like about it. You know, that's why people hate the new Star. The Star Trek fans do not like the new Star Trek because it, it takes away. And I like the new Star Treks because I I didn't care about the old Star Trek, so I like the laser beams and the shoot 'em ups. That's fine, but the, the the older Star Trek fans don't like the new Star Trek stuff because it it's taken away from what. The, the, the foundation of the storytelling and who the characters are and what, you know, for example, the Federation stood for and what Kirk meant and what Spock meant. And these new guys are, are just how... What's the word? It's empty inside. Hollow? Hollow. Yeah. Representations <laughs> of them. You know? Yeah, I feel you, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's annoying that we... That no, no. I mean, we... we've I, If you ask us what... what movie of Star Wars is our favorites Empire Strikes Back why because the story is solid you know you're getting you're getting lightsabers and blasters and, and all the movies all the movies but why does Empire stand out the most it's a damn good story you know mm-hmm. so that's what makes it good and we're, we're going back to He-Man again what we got recently on Netflix that's not a good story I, I, I you know and I felt really bad because it had that potential to you know, they had a streaming service. It's big now, great art, fine voice actors, whatever. But boy, they they, they really dropped the ball. It it had potential to be something really good, but to me, it just felt like there was an agenda behind it, and that's kind and of if, what turned me off. And if you're saying maybe this character development or this art, this hero arc for Tila plays itself out in the last half of the season, the last five episodes that they'll release eventually, okay. But you know what? You got to make sure after those first five that I want to come back and watch the last five. And they mm. didn't do that. They didn't do that. 
Oh, but they made a really strong point to say that, you know, after this season one, He-Man is not coming back. I mean, I mean, that whole, what, the last two episodes was about this. We're drawing the line in the sand. This is this is the Darth Maul. Well, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> right. This this is the moment where, OK, you, you're, you're going to have to let go of He-Man because we're saying he is not part of this any longer. And that's the point that I got of it. And that's why it's it's, it's upsetting. Sure. You know, now, well, when they stress. Once you, if you leave here and you die on Eternia, you can never come back. You won't come back to heaven. You will, you'll just be gone. Okay, I get it. You understand, Adam? Yeah, I get it. Walks through the porthole, gets on Eternia. Hey, everybody! Swords really <laughs> All right. Guess he ain't coming back. <laughs> I will say this: I was not expecting it, though. I, 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 it was spoiled for me. It was. Oh, was it? Uh, yeah. I was not expecting. It. I was like, oh my god, he's gonna say the words, and we're gonna get He Man again. Then. What the hell? I was like, what the hell just happened? And I was not expecting Skeletor to come back. I was like, what the hell? I didn't get it. I didn't know what was happening. So, yeah. So, if, if we do run a season two, and let's say maybe, maybe that's the plot twist, you're really supposed to believe Adam does not come back at all because of season one. What if season two, that that's what changes? You're like, oh, so he doesn't really die. Would that make it better for you? Well, it's like I said. You want me to watch the back half of season one? You better make the front half of season one interesting enough that I want to watch it. So unless we're going to do it for the show, I'm not watching the second, the back right. half. Of I, season I hear you. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I, I and granted, it's five episodes, twenty minutes each. What's that? A hundred minutes. You know, I'd rather watch an episode of Mad Men or Sopranos or something instead of <laughs> doing that kind of time. Uh, you know, I did a poll on this one. If if people were interested in watching, and I could have. I could have sworn it was actually favorable that they were. I'm gonna have to check it out. Um, let's see here. Oops. Uh, He-Man. Oh, okay, yeah. Seventy percent said the the were going to watch it. So it's it's a fair amount, I would say. Yeah. yeah. I I think it was doing pretty well on Netflix. I mean, you know, they're cage method numbers. But again, if we go to Rotten Tomatoes, which if you get a good score, you can trust it. But if you get a bad score, it was review bombs. So I don't know how that works. But <laughs> yeah. Um, so let me go. I'm on Rotating Tomatoes right now. Let me see what He Man's doing. Or whatever they call it Masters of the Universe. All right. Now. All right. So it's currently at a 96% tomato meter, which is the uh, critics, I guess. And a 37% average audience score. So, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what to think when things are like that. Like, Last Jedi was like that. A high critic score, a low audience score. Captain Marvel was like that. But then, you know, people start screaming that with review bomb by, you know, haters or whatever you want to call them. Mm. So, I don't know what to believe. You know, like Captain Marvel currently sits at 79% critic, 45% review uh, audience I mean so it's if you follow tomato or rotten tomatoes he-man is not doing well with the audience but is doing well with the critics right well I don't know so I I would tend to think it's gonna have a second you know it'll it'll definitely have the back end of the first season of the next five episodes will it get a second season maybe it depends on what the, the last half does wouldn't you assume Kevin Smith will be involved? This is his story, wouldn't you think? Oh, yeah, he's still involved. Yeah, yeah I, 
think he's involved for the long term until he steps down. I don't think they're going to boot him. True. And he's making part three, which is, you know, I thought I thought he said, I forgot which movie, that he was putting the view askew of universe to bed. That was like six view askew movies ago. Yeah. So. Ah, know. come on, dude. To me, he's overrated, but I will say, Mallrats yeah. came on, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, and that is such a cheesy movie. I still love when Stanley comes on and has that talk with Brody, you know, about, uh, I think it was yeah. Fantastic Four. I mean, that's, that's so good that's stuff. Movie. Huh? That's the best part of that movie. Yeah, that's about it. About five minutes. <laughs> and that's about it. All right. Uh, anything else you want to bring up about He-Man, Jonathan? No, I'm just going to ask our listeners out if, if they loved He-Man, especially from the 80s. You know, just drop a comment. You know, what about it you loved, and and do you still have your toys, or are you buying the new toys? And and you know, quick opinion on the new series if you watched it or not. Okay. We would like to hear yeah, from. Let me put a post on that one on IG. Did like you know, first? W- did they like the new Revelations cartoon? And God, you know, because I'm really interested now. I'm interested in wondering, are more people into? the cartoon versus the idea of he-man like you know the toys are cool you know what i mean like what what interests them the most of this character that's a good one yeah that's a good one uh yeah yeah all right yeah i'll put that up there let's let's see what the listeners have to say uh anything else uh, that's all I have on He-Man. There you go. Hey, you can find us on Facebook, Nerdy Podcast, Instagram, Nerdy Twitter, Nerdy Podcast, YouTube, Nerdy Podcast. If you have Apple, rate and review, please. It really helps us. Five stars really helps us a lot. There are a gazillion of 80s podcast pop culture stuff nowadays. and uh, Yes. Yeah, so every little bit really, really helps. You help us stand out from the crowd. It was... Give us a review and a nice five star rating if you if you weed serve it. We work hard. We yeah. think we deserve it, but it's all empty. <laughs> <There you go>. <laughs> Alright, till next time. Martha Schnurf. P oh. Schnurf. Schnurf. By the power of